0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire
1: professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Please be advised that Gen X, this is why contains adult language. Danny, he's a medicine man. And me, I'm just a singer in a lonely rock and roll band, which Bon Jovi, you are so much more. Welcome to Gen X, This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. Today we're going to continue our discussion of Cobra Kai, the wildly popular follow-up or sequel to 1984's Karate Kid. Did I get that right, 1984? I think so, yeah. Um, I was distracted because I was writing down my bullet notes and I was writing down Johnny's wet white snake dream. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the big mistake they made there. Cause I want to remember to cover that. Oh, we're covering that. That's top of my list. Okay. So we did cover, we had a very high level messy conversation where we pretty much just gushed over how much we loved Cobra Kai season one. So that's on our original feed. You can go back and find that. Today we're going to be talking just about season two. And spoiler alert, we will be talking about the entire season. So if you have not watched season two yet, we highly recommend it. Jenny can watch it in like three hours. I watched it twice. (laughs) I watched it twice too. So go ahead and watch that before you listen. Because again, don't come at us and yell at us about spoilers. Because we're going to be talking about Total Spoilers. So the way we're going to structure this is it's going to be a little loosey-goosey, and I literally just made a list that said things I loved and things I could do without. And let me just say, this is how I tend to go at life. Like when I'm watching something, I make a list, things I like, things I hate or good I, guys, bad guys. And I just literally made one list. <laughs> I don't know what it means. It's just a list of stuff. <laughs> I might change my mind about some of the things on the list whether I like them or hate them as as time goes on through this recording. So. So, let's talk about high level stuff, Jenny. How did you like season 2 compared to season 1? I thought it was really good. Like I think they really had a good chance to develop some of the characters that were cuz they didn't have to spend so much time on like background. So, yeah. Like the wife, I thought that character got developed a lot better. Carmen, like the kids, you know, like they just there was there was just fuller character development. I thought it was good. I liked it too. I did feel the first few episodes were like I was like, "Mm, is this gonna be? It it got really good though. It got really good. Yeah, Yeah, the first two were like. "Eh." So so here's what I'm gonna say. This is what I love about this show. There's and as a writer, I really admire this. There is a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on at once. So like, if there's a storyline that you are not particularly a fan of or interested in, like I will talk about how much I hate the Eli and Dimitri (laughs) storyline. If you don't love that, like there's something, there's 10 other things happening and they're all kind of woven together, which I think is really, really well done. Like it doesn't, it's not a show that just hinges on the love triangle between Sam and Dimitri or Sam and, Robbie and Miguel, right? It's way right. more than that. You have the rivalry between Johnny and Danny in the background. You have the fight with Danny and his wife in the background. You have the blooming love triangle or blooming love story of um Johnny and Carmen together. Like you've all this stuff going on. And you even have like Hawk and Moon and Hawk and Dimitri, and then you have Hawk. Stingray. Hawk and you have is like off the motherfucking chain. Like Hawk, Hawk is, is off the is, chain. Yeah, it's tough. (laughs) So, like, that's what I really appreciate about this is I was able to watch it and my kids watched it and they are Gen Z and they loved it because they loved, like, the Sam and Miguel and Robbie stuff. Well, and I loved the kind of tongue-in-cheek storylines a little bit. Like, the wife trolling them about their (laughs) warring karate dojos. You know, like, stuff like that where it's, like, they they were in a Mexican restaurant at some point. Long story short, Daniel and his wife end up sitting next to Johnny and Carmen. They're on a date. And they end up sitting at the same table and the, or right next to each other. And the waitress is like, is everything okay here? Because there's all this weird tension. And no, like, she's oh, like, do, do you two know each other? You, and then she goes, do you two know each other? And, she, and the wife goes, yeah, they have warring karate dojos.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like dead serious. Yeah, Hilarious. Um, While we're talking about that scene, there's a few great things in that scene. Something that I could kind of relate to that they do this with Johnny a lot is when you grow up in like in a bubble, right? Whether that's a small town or like in Johnny's case where it's a, a very exclusive group of friends and you don't travel and you don't have a lot of world experience and you don't break out of your shell, which we can all agree Johnny has not. Right. right you you tend to just like that shows through in weird ways and it shows how he orders his Mexican food. Do you notice like he oh can't pronounce God. anything? he doesn't yeah, know yeah, what the yeah. names yeah. of anything is, yep. and it reminds he lives of- in California, like you I know actively avoid that, but it reminds me of me like when I first started going to New York with you, like I was so just I had we grew up in this small town, and I had no world experience, and I'm like, um. Like, the Italian restaurant I had been to was the Olive Garden, right? So, like, you go to a real Mexican restaurant. You don't know what anything's called or how things are pronounced. I thought that was so great. How Johnny's like, oh, no green stuff. And then they ask him, like, do you want the flour corn tortillas? And he's going, what's the hard one? Like, he doesn't know anything (laughs) about it. It's really great. And then considering he's near L.A., though, like, he had to actively avoid that. I mean... Yeah, but I think he has. Like, we've talked about, we talked about this in our last episode, how they almost made it like he's been in a coma, like an insane yeah, man situation, yeah, yep. but <laughs> I mean, he he, has. he's like an Uncle Rico. Like, he's just been living in high school. <laughs> Uncle Rico. Um, another great part about that scene was when they don't trust the waitress to not write things down. Oh, yeah. And then she gets it wrong. Of course. Of course. Little subtleties like that, like I loved. Okay let's talk about the dream oh god so johnny has this dream we get to see inside his dream about carmen the neighbor <laughs> and here i go again is playing why didn't they put her on a car i know like on his the car. Classic, classic scene i feel like his car was made for that like totally yeah, that's the classic I, white snake video. Tani Catane is on that car, the hood of the what car. What a missed opportunity! Yeah, they needed some dry ice going on in that. That would have been perfect. But the dream was amazing, and my favorite part is when she's in lingerie and they're in the dojo fighting. <laughs> oh my god! And then Johnny. she's like dumping a can of Sprite or something all over her boobs. Like it's hilarious. It's probably that awful Coors beer that he drinks. Yeah. Are they a sponsor? They uh, clearly, clearly, clearly. Um, but we get to see a little bit into Johnny's dating life when he goes on the he goes on uh, <laughs> Tinder. And it's kind of hilarious. It's, well, OK, hilarious. so so Carmen has for those of you who maybe watched it a while ago, and don't, don't remember Carmen. He's got the hots for Carmen, but she has this boyfriend. So does she gets, she met on Tinder. Yes. He gets all pissed off and Miguel sets him up. He doesn't say that's why he's pissed off, of course, because right. he has no emotional insight. Right. <laughs> but Miguel sets him up on the apps and just the questioning of the apps is hilarious. <laughs> what do you like? He's like? I like hot babes. Hot babes. <laughs> Miguel's like, I don't even know how to help you. Hot babes. He likes Iron Eagle. <laughs> which i guess was like a huge toxic masculinity movie and i never saw it i don't even know what it is no nope. what else did he say like um oh then cavemen he say like cavemen, cavemen he likes cavemen i mean that's a little on the nose <laughs> <laughs> Come on. and then he said um you know it used to be so easy you used to bump into somebody yeah i don't know who it was doing like like did you and, then and hit happened. them hit them hard but not too hard I would have punched him in the face. Do you see how hard that girl hit him in the bar? Because then he's in a bar and some girl does this. And she's like the perfect girl for him. I know, but he fucks it all up. Of course he does. Yeah. Because he has to go kick somebody's ass in the alley. Because he has to hop for <laughs> Carmen. <laughs> and her her douchebag Tinder guys hitting on making out with another girl. Are these people 16? Like this well, is ridiculous. I want to talk about Johnny for a minute. They are minute. in their for they gotta be in their 40s, right? I want to talk about Johnny for a minute oh yeah they're well into their 40s the kick was 34 years ago and they were 18 oh shit no it was 30 years ago 30? 30? 30 was it 30 yeah so they're 48 yeah they're almost 50 wow and they're they're getting pissed off about people making out in a corner with like come on guys <laughs> i want to ask you a question like a high level thought question about johnny we laugh about how endearing he is, right? We think he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Why are we okay with his behavior? I'm not okay with his behavior. Because he's a clear misogynist. Like, I'm why does okay he get a pass? Misogynist. I mean, he gets a pass because he's a fictional character. Like, I would never date this guy. I know, but if if this were... Oh, you mean, like, like representation-wise? Yes. L- like, we would be freaking out if a character in any other show was acting this way. Like, why is I mean, he I okay? Like, I feel like they're... They're not, It. it's not serious. It doesn't feel serious. It feels like they're kind of poking fun at it. Like they're poking not fun at him. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like they're saying this is okay. Like he's this weird dinosaur in this world, right? Okay. That like, I think that's why it's okay. I mean, it doesn't feel like this It's saying this is how you should behave. It's saying like, this is bad and you got to change this. And he does evolve through the, through the process. Cause I mean, Just go into any of these groups. People are crushing on him, (laughs) Matt. And it's like, why? Because we wouldn't tolerate this from anybody else. And the reality of the situation is you would hate this guy. Yes. If you tried to date him. Like, it would be a friggin' disaster. Yes. Oh, how about the dates he goes on? (laughs) Like Speaking of friggin' disasters. Oh, my God. (laughs) The girl checking her email and her watch. I know. He's like, I have a smartphone. It's an Ericsson. That would be the end of the date for me. That would be the end of the day for me. It's an Erickson (laughs) Um, I want to talk for a minute about the Hawk and Dimitri story. Okay. I hate Dimitri. I mean, there's a parallel story that is the girls. Yes. That is um, Aisha and, oh my God, what's the main girl's name? I can't remember it. Sam? Sam. Like your niece? Oh, my niece is Sam. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree. But... I don't like Dimitri. No, he's an asshole. Him him and Hawk are both assholes. Yeah, Dimitri's super annoying. And I feel like they're being just a little heavy-handed with him as the nerd, quote-unquote, with all the Game of Thrones references. That seems to be the only metaphor he understands in anything. And I don't know. I just feel like it's a little too on the nose. Like his mother writing him an excuse that he can't, Kick. But his behavior is actually kind of believable. Like I know people like that. I, I believe it. It might be a little jazzed up, but and like the, I, yeah, I believe I believe it. So who I is think it's believable? Who are who are you rooting for in that story? Like, do you like Hawk? <sighs> <sighs> I do, I think they're both assholes. Honestly, I don't yeah. care. I th- I hope both of them lose. I know. I don't like Hawk either. I don't like either one of them. He's too much. Yeah, he's too much. Um. Okay, I have that I loved. Let's talk about Sam and Robbie for a minute. Okay. I don't like Robbie. I don't like Robbie. I don't I don't like Sam and Robbie either. Oh my god, who do I like in this <laughs> show? <laughs> well,
0: they're yeah. just None annoying. Of, they're
1: say, so annoying. I like, didn't say I don't so, like Sam. I just feel like I don't like their relationship. I don't like them together. Here's my question about Robbie. He suddenly the the picture of morality. Like, I thought I he was it's this like, crummy it's just, dude. Well, just, it, there's no, like, their characters are so flat once they get together. Like, they're just these, like, well, kind of, like, but do-gooders. But kind of it like, how did Miguel become the bad guy and Robbie became the good guy? Yeah. It's just, yeah, they, I just feel like Sam and Robbie together are boring. I think they're super boring. But she did only go on one date with Miguel, correct? One date. And they're acting like they're. Was it only one date? That I, that we saw. Just that one putt-putt date? <laughs> I that think this so the putt-putt. Johnny's, Johnny's hot date spot. I the thought putt-putt. they were like boyfriend and girlfriend. I thought it was like a hot and heavy I, thing. It couldn't have been long. If it was more than one date, what, would they date a week? Yeah, right. Come I on. think it was a couple weeks. Come on. Nope, not buying it. Um, I don't like Tori. I don't like Tori. She's crazy. She's the one who starts the whole fight at the end. Well, that's, I was going to ask you about that. Okay, so yeah. so let me just read to you, and you tell me what you agree with here. <laughs> so wait, I don't like anyone. Things I could do without. Oh, wait, things I loved. We went through most of them. Johnny's dream, Johnny on the dating app, the dinner, <laughs> the war. When he, he, when he goes and he meets the friends, and they kick ass in the bar. Yes, but that hold on, great. that's also on my bad list. <sighs> um johnny crashing valley fest oh my god Go valley Brown fest guy. we talk about Go valley yeah what the fuck man this is the very thing that like this is why i can never live in suburbs oh. valley fest is why i can never live in suburbs i've never been to la i've never been to that part of california is it like this yeah okay i'm not an la fan okay. sorry la <laughs> i like california but i'm just not a la fan I loved Robbie's James Spader costume. Yes. Because yes. let's face it, I'm a James Spader girl. Yes. In Pretty in Pink, come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, side. I like note, how everybody was calling him Don Johnson. <laughs> but Jenny, side note, Robert California is the greatest character on The Office ever. <laughs> okay. Played by James Spader. Right, right, right. Um, I loved Johnny finding the internet and immediately Googling wet t-shirt contests. I, lo- I love when he finds the internet and that whole world opens to him. And he's like a hot babes. And then he's <laughs> just watching constant karate fights. And then, um, okay, so then my list of things I could do without. John Crease. John Crease, man. That How guy's nuts. How old is this man? He's a boomer. How old is that actor? He's old. Pause. We're back. He's 73. That's a hard 73. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we see John Creese emerge. He comes in the first episode. He comes in the dojo. We saw him at the end of season one, of course. They get into this weird fight where his cigar goes flying into the garbage can. Because, of course, they get into a fist fight. (laughs) I never knew karate was so prominent in people's lives in L.A. It's not. It's not. (laughs) Uh, Just like we were called out for saying croquet is not a thing. Our biggest fan had a croquet set when she was young. (laughs) Okay. I think we did, too, actually. I think we had, like, a little plastic but it wasn't a thing. Like Little League was a thing, <laughs> right? Right. Like, I want to. I want to. What is the definition of a thing? Like it has to be a thing. It has to be important. Like, like was Ely on a croquet team? I want to see her jersey. Ely, <laughs> Let us know if you were on a croquet team. <laughs> I want to see the jersey from the croquet team. <laughs> and then I will believe it's a thing. Oh God! All right. Um. So there was okay so John Kreese comes in they fight John Kreese we're all screaming right people are screaming at the screen do not trust him do not trust him what are you doing Johnny well they did do the backstory on Johnny though and did did. did you see the whole backstory so he he didn't grow up with a father he had this horrible stepfather that was like somewhat verbally abusive and possibly yeah. physically abusive and like that explains the whole while he, why he falls victim to crease early on because crease taught him from when he was young which we didn't know right like we didn't right. know that so they show him as a kid and like he's just he's basically under the thumb of this abuser like he's he's gonna fall victim to it right where he maybe wouldn't if this was some dude he just met but like this guy has a hold on him psychologically <sighs> Yeah, and he just falls right into it. And I'm going to tell you something. I had a little PTSD when I saw Crease walking with that cigar. I was like, mm. oh, God, he's just so bad. He's so bad. And I'd forgotten, like, a lot of the shit he did in the sequels. See, was, was, were those scenes in the sequels? Yeah, some of them were. Okay, so, like, the scene where he tries to kill him outside. The oh, yeah, thing. yeah, That that's like, right in the beginning of Karate Kid 2. I never saw Karate Kid 2. So, Karate Kid 2 picks up right the end of the tournament. They're coming out yeah. of the tournament and he's pissed off that Johnny lost. Now, this I'm telling you this from memory. I haven't seen that movie probably wow, in 30 years. But I remember that. Um, and then he does like some shit. Like he and Miyagi are always at it. Like he's doesn't just, Miyagi save Johnny. He gets worse. I don't I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to watch Karate Kid 2 now. And three. Oh fuck. When, when, been, when does I'm he go mistaken. to Okinawa? Is that two or three? That's, That's two. That's three, I think. Isn't it? Or is that two? That might be two. Okay. People are screaming at us right now. <laughs> like, there are people who know all of this. And like, ah. I didn't see any. I'm going to have to watch that now. Okay. Let's talk about the storyline with Johnny and his friends. Okay. So, their names are Bobby, Jimmy, and Tommy. So, out of the blue, he gets a call. Well, I read, I read an article that said... The friends were introduced because they realized Johnny didn't have any friends. And like that was such a part of his identity in the movie. Like okay. being a pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they had to stick stick them in there somewhere. I thought it was weird, but I thought it, it was turned weird out okay. Too. But it was, it was random for sure. It was sloppy. Whereas the writing in this show is so tight. But I feel like so it was weird did, to it see that. offer it did but it did give though a space to take Johnny away from the dojo so that right. priest could poison it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But let's revisit Amy's rewrite corner. Do, 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 do. I don't not, know, why, not, I, I don't know why patriotic real... music plays. Johnny could have gone away for a number of things, Jenny. He could That's have true. went to see a Mother sibling have gone, somewhere. He, he, have he could have done anything. He could have I don't know. Broke his arm and had to be in the hospital. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that I like was unrealistic. Like, but I, eh. why is this not realistic? Like we don't really know what he does, right? It it came out of the blue. It did come out of the blue, but like it. I feel like even though it came out of the blue, it wasn't completely unbelievable. No, it worked. They were able yeah. to pull it off because the writing is so strong. They yeah. were able to pull that off because they're like. You know, like you have those friends that are like you don't see a lot, but like if something dramatic like this happens, like you would Oh wait, go hold to- on, hold on. Bon Jovi song coming into my brain. Blood blood on blood? What are we talking about? Me, Danny and Bobby, we held each other tight. That hold on. But if <sighs> I got that call in the dead of the night, I'd be right by your side. Blood on blood, Bon Jovi song talks just about that. Um, okay. I don't Jimmy, know that bon Jovi Something tongue. like Jimmy's a Midtown lawyer. A med- Danny, he's a medicine man. And me, I'm just a singer in a lonely rock and roll band with Bon Jovi. You are so much more. Is that a later album? It's on New Jersey. Oh, that's a later album.
0: That's and then
1: the free one wet. And yeah, it's like run his away second or third room. album. So they don't see each other anymore. But the line is, you know, if I got that call in the dead of the night, I'd be right by your side, blood that's on blood. What happened? Do you think they're referencing Bon Jovi? <laughs> I mean, New Jersey was a big album. Wait, wait, what were the names of those people in that I will dive with them. All right, hold on. What is it called? Blood on Blood. Blood on... Bon Jovi. Pause. We're back, Jenny. What are their names? Dan, Bobby, and then you have John Bon Jovi. So Johnny, Bobby, and Dan. Instead of Johnny, Bobby, Jimmy. And... Oh god. This is like the conversation This is not we, quality content. This right is now. like the conversation we had in the Mimi Bees the other day where we talked about how many freaking Amy's there are in the world that was in our ridiculous. generation. That was ridiculous Guys, our Facebook group is called the Mimi Bees. We're we're growing. There's like 65 members. Wow. wow. And like 10 of us are named Amy. <laughs> it's like a, it's it's like a 8.5% Amy or something. <laughs> That's all right. All right. So let's get back to our Bon Jovi story here. So Tommy, guys, if you have not listened to our blockbusters special, where we talk about the karate kid, which is structured and well set up and well prepared for unlike those. Yes. You should listen to that because I go on and on at the end about this rando in the background, a member of Cobra Kai. Who's screaming, who's all coked up <laughs> and screaming, get him a body bag, Johnny. Turns out now he needs a body bag. Ironically, he's still dying. <laughs> dying. Ironically, he's. Do you think it's ironic or do you think they did that on purpose? I think he just did. Oh, a- no, 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 no. Really I think that actor's really dying. I think that actor died. Oh, now I feel bad. Yeah, let me look. I think that actor actually died. Mm. We're not Would pausing. You- We're just going to stay live for this one. Did you say it's Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, it's Tommy. He died on on September twenty seventh, two thousand nineteen, from an illness. So he was really sick. Oh my god, guys! I feel like you're an <laughs> asshole. You're an asshole. asshole. I didn't know you don't give us <laughs> coked up Tommy, and then no, <laughs> you're such an asshole. Anyway, Wait. we're talking everyone about the fictional character of Tommy. I am not discussing Robert Scott Garretson. May he rest in peace. Okay, Jenny. Here, here, here. here. Wait, she's gonna keep doing this. Cobra Kai is based on the adult lives of the characters in Karate Kid and takes place decades after. Blah blah blah. Season two of Cobra Kai, which he reprises the role of Tommy, was his last performance. Okay, all right. So my notes on this, though, what I actually wanted to talk about—I know you loved when they went to the bar and kicked ass. Oh, super I mean. I- how cool is that, though? Those assholes were like, like ragging on them because they were like old, and the one looked sick, and then they friggin' kicked their ass. Jenny, I loved it, but I could not help but be super sad through the whole scene. I thought it was super depressing. The oh well, yeah, the whole thing is super depressing. But it was just, I think it's because we're that age. Oh my now. god! No, first of all, they're older than us. Jenny, they're what three years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> two <laughs>
0: um
1: it was pressing a whole lot of buttons inside of me i'm like oh my god like just the idea of reuniting with friends and having that did fun you revisit and- your mortality were you like well it made me feel the same way blood on blood did when i heard it the bon jovi song from new jersey <laughs> i mean i don't necessarily relate as as much to that because my heyday was not high school Mine wasn't either, but you've had friends in high school that you'll never, you probably never saw again. Yeah. And you had a lot of good times. We were just talking about the garage. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, actually, a lot of people I was friends with died. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, that's true. But it was really sad. I thought it was really a sweet scene. Like, especially when they're around the campfire and they have that nice talk. I don't know. I guess it did round Johnny out.
0: Yeah, Johnny I was think sober. it actually worked.
1: I think it ended up working in the long run. It ended up working. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, give us a mention of them two episodes yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's talk about, oh, we didn't talk about Robbie's mother. She's mother of the year. Uh, she's she's- going to end up chopped up somewhere. Like, <laughs> she trusts bad dudes. She's making bad decisions. I mean, yeah. she had to give with Johnny Lawrence. This so she she brings some rando home and Robbie karate chops him at the door. That was something? actually pretty awesome. And I mean, then- fair. He didn't know who the hell he wasn't expecting anybody. Someone breaks into your house this is why I'm always telling you, do not break into my room in your house when I'm staying there because I'm gonna spring from the bed and freaking <laughs> chop you. Oh my god! Oh god! Let me write this down. Timmy, get Cause I camera. I spr- <laughs> awake that quickly? I'm gonna spring awake, and, and 45 minutes later, I'm gonna kick you. My kids just got their Halloween costumes, and one is an inflatable shark, and one is an inflatable bear. I'm gonna put one of those on and bust into your room. <laughs> <laughs> I just, she's gross, and I feel really bad for him, and it's unfortunately a situation that puts him in the house of Danny Larusso. I don't get why he doesn't give johnny a try like his mother's the worst parent ever like johnny has to be somewhat better at this point in time maybe that wasn't true in previous years but yeah i didn't get that either he seems to just really not like johnny at all and we don't know what went down between well it sounds like the mother's talking later when there's some coming to jesus moment and it sounds like the mother poisoned him against yeah johnny yeah. A lot. So who knows what, you know. But she probably didn't happened. need to do much heavy That's lifting. Probably there. didn't. <laughs> because no. you and I talk about this all the time. Kids will only believe, like, kids, it will bear itself out, right? Yeah. Like, Seeing you can bleeding. poison a kid all you want, but if you're mm-hmm. showing up every day and you're there, that kid's not going to believe that in the end. Right. Eventually, right. someday. It might take 30 years, but they'll get there. So Robbie is now living with the Larusos. Andy's in Miyagi, though. Yeah. Let's Which talk we haven't talked about. Let's talk about Miyagi Do. So Miyagi Do is this peaceful Zen-like place where everyone gets along and it's all wonderful, <laughs> and there is blue skies and sunshine and honey, honey flowing through the yard. And uh, a cobra Kai comes by and trashes it. <laughs> it's not just any cobra Kai. Hawk. I forget who a oh, hawk is. Hawk, it just hawk hawk did no no no. But hawk in, like instigated this at the behest of John Kreese right because they had the fight at the mall (laughs) oh we talked about let's talk about the fight at the mall because dimitri's involved in that yeah so they go to the mall and dimitri runs to the electronic shop or the comic shop he's at the comic shop of course he is and that's where hawk and it all wait it all stems from a yelp review that dimitri wrote about cobra kai so yeah. Dimitri goes to join Cobra Kai, <laughs> runs into John Kreese. John Kreese breaks his nose or gives him a, like a nice kick to the <laughs> nose great, of stitches. Great customer it. service. So, um, you know, Dimitri writes a Yelp review. So they're mm-hmm. in the comic store screaming about a Yelp review. Because Hawk goes crazy. Take
0: and down like, your Yelp review. He's like,
1: snitches get, snitches get stitches. And Dimitri's like... I literally have stitches. (laughs) I already have stitches. It was pretty good. So they get into this big fight, and Sam and Robbie are able to finally do the wheel. Yes, this wheel move that they've been working on. Which... I know it's really um, weird. It's almost like this. You would think it'd have the significance of the lift of Dirty Dancing. Like so much they talk about. It. I always equated the lift with the crane kick. I feel like that is the lift of Karate Kid. Yeah, but I feel like the lift of Karate Kid might be the wheel because it has the sexual tension of the lift. Oh, okay. You know, fine. the crane is, is it, solo. The wheel has sexual tension. <laughs> okay. Well, that's yeah. I think so. I think there's okay. some banging happening there behind the scenes. so um although as we talked about in our episode dirty dancing those two hated each other right so um yeah so they do the wheel they beat everyone at the mall they beat up in the food court no security to be seen these kids are just like having a full-on smackdown at the mall which is hilarious because i was texting jenny when i was watching this and i'm like who goes to a mall anymore and she goes didn't you Literally, just drop your kids off at a mall and, like, oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) Well, the best teenagers, their fight, their fight, like a couple things about these fights and the one at the end. We're not at the end yet. They're fighting for like 10 minutes and nobody breaks it up. No one breaks it up. Nobody's completely out of breath and falling on the ground, which you would be even if you were in shape. No one's bleeding. No one has a broken bone. They all certainly would have these things if yeah. this were real yeah. life. Like this is so unrealistic. You are coming out of that bloody as hell. Yeah. Like you're gonna have lift spot. Like one of the one of the common injuries is when you get kicked in the face or something. Like we wear mouth guards when we fight to cover our teeth, not to keep not. You're not worried about your tooth getting knocked out, but it takes almost no force to hit your lip and have your tooth cut through your lip. That happens all the time. Yeah. So they would certainly be bloody in the mouth. I would say that rip happens rip. even when you're sleep deprived and drunk on yeah. vacation at somebody's good point. Condo. Yeah. <laughs> That's super easy to do. So like they're taking all these From kicks experience. to the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're taking all these kicks to the face and there's no way they don't have a speck well, of Well, Hawk, Hawk is a little bloody. Cause oh, that's no. he goes back to oh, Cobra Kai and he's like bruised up a little bit. These guys, like, there'd be some. Do you see how hard they're kicking each? I have to say, the fight scenes are good. Yeah, they really yeah. are. Well choreographed, yeah. they're really good. But they, the way they're kicking each other, shit, they would have some broken shit. They would not be okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, so John Kreese is the one who says the fight's not over until you end it. So Hawk goes bananas. I also want to talk to Jenny about Stingray. <laughs> Stingray, I, I love, love Stingray. Him. There is somebody I love. I do it? like he's him. He's like thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> and they go to the uh, they go to the party, the drinking oh, party yeah. with the girlfriend. And he's like, the girlfriend's like, I thought we were going to your friend's house. And he's like, this is my friend's house. Their parents are out of town. <laughs> Everybody's Everyone like eighteen. In the party is like eighteen, maybe some of them are younger, and he's like thirty-five. Uh, we didn't talk about the roller rank. Oh Lord, that was first of all. Do kids still roller skate? Yeah, my think? kids roller skate. Wow! Every hmm. Friday before the plague, they would go roller skating. No, wow. yeah, hmm. every Friday night. We used to go. I mean, it was it was a rite of passage. This place looked very similar to the skateaway that we used to go to. The one my kids go to does not look like that. Like it's my, small it like? and dingy, and it's just not. It's always skateaway it was small and dingy. First yeah. of all, I want to hear something weird about it? It's on a second floor. What's under a roller rink? Could you imagine? That would not. That would be loud. I would but think. you and I have talked extensively on our podcast about our fear of rickety engineering i'm not going skating out on that floor yeah seriously that's weird (laughs) just not just not feels a little spongy in spots just saying another thing i hated that i didn't read that was on my things i could do without list danny and his wife having sex the day after the mexican restaurant yeah we could have done without that listen i could do without anything sexual relating to danny (laughs) I'm going to say this about Danny. I don't think Danny's attractive in any way, shape, or form, but he's 58. He looks good for 58. I know. We've talked about this. It's weird. He does not look 58. Not even close. And I think I may have alluded to him having some plastic surgery. No. He didn't have anything. Are you serious? He had nothing done. I mean, he he, he looked 12 and karate kid, and he was yeah. like 23. So Yeah. You know what was interesting, too, that I want to bring up real quick? When Carmen, was it when Carmen? I forget when it was, but somebody was asking Johnny, like, what Danny ever did to him. Yeah, it was Carmen. And uh, he said he made my life miserable. And they showed the flashback from the movie when they're on the beach. And Cobra Kai, remember he's talking to Allie, Johnny sees it. He's kicking a volleyball back and or soccer ball back and forth. Yeah. Johnny rides down, they get in a fight. The way they showed it from Johnny's point of view, it does look like Danny was being an asshole to him. Well, but remember it was kind of fizzling out, and then Danny did the whole like dump water on him at the Halloween thing? Yeah. Like they weren't yeah. they weren't after him or anything. Like he was rolling a joint in the bathroom and then Danny kind of started it again, really. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to this beer party because something important happens. So they're at this beer party. Sam gets drunk. Where does Robbie take her, Jen? to Johnny's' when because she says in her drunken state, i I can't go back to my parents. It's like, no, been dude. there, been there. But Jenny, like, you've never said no, I don't want to go home like this. It's gonna be worse if you're not there in the morning.
0: Yeah, like she could true. have
1: easily snuck into the house. She and could just have. Yes, I mean, we wouldn't have been that stupid. Especially, their house is massive. Like her bedroom is probably a hundred miles away from her parents. And the reason, well, no, it's not because we heard that the wife may have uh, the kids may have heard Danny and the wife having sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, but the reason it sucked is because that was the day after the Mexican restaurant and. Johnny and Danny were finally kind of in a good place and yeah, now no, it gets ruined cool. because Danny shows up and like kicks down his door. He kicks his TV off the wall. <laughs> they <isn't> <laughs> get into a big fight. Robbie yeah, comes out. Funny. Oh my God. It's a whole thing. Two more things I want to talk about and then we'll we'll finish up. The Allie friend request on Facebook. Oh yeah. So Johnny's sitting in the bar and he is looking Allie up on Facebook. Oh, can I plug a new show I'm watching? okay the boys oh Any my god things? you're gonna make me not want to watch this no what's her name is the lead girl in it who this Allie elizabeth you oh she's okay. she looks great too okay i'm just saying we okay. just keep talking about this you keep posting shit about it on facebook then steve jumps on everyone's posting shit i will fucking watch the show wow and when you're <sighs> done with that watch peaky blinders No, I fucking hate Amy (laughs) Clinton. So anyway, so, but Elizabeth Chu still looks great. So, you know, that's something. Um, So Johnny's looking her up on Facebook and he's like typing out a message to her. And then that girl that we mentioned earlier who bumps into him real hard, who's his perfect match. Yeah. He, like, she bumps into him when she does, he hits the send. (laughs) button. And so he has sent Ali a message. So at the end, we see the chief friend requests him. Like, that's how. Well, be, that's after. We I know. jumped ahead. That. Okay. All right. Can so... we discuss the cement mixer? Oh, my God. How great was that? <laughs> was it an ode to the cement mixer drink from the 80s? Oh, maybe. They take on this extreme training at Cobra Kai under Crease And Crease is basically like, you know, these kids are too soft. Johnny, you got to do something. So Johnny takes them to the junkyard again, his favorite place. And he has this cement mixer come and they're like digging cement. Crease is like, this isn't this is not that like what they're just gonna shovel some cement. That's not close to them. He said you have to give them something to be afraid of. So then the cement mixer comes up. And they he wants them to get inside the cement mixer and start like walking and rolling it manually. And there's like a little bit of cement in it, and if they don't keep it moving, they'll get stuck in the cement. Awesome! It's it's amazing, awesome. and they're all like screaming. <laughs> awesome. And who goes in? Miguel goes in. Hawk Miguel, goes in. Hawk. I forget. Aisha once. does Aisha go in? She might. Okay, let's talk about the fight at the end. You mean the battle royale? So at the aforementioned beer party, Sam kisses Miguel. Oh, dumbass. And Tori sees it. Of dun, course. Dun, dun. So. I don't know how to describe this whole scene, but Tori goes in. like There's some kind of morning announcements going on. And she goes in and she grabs the microphone. Boston, and takes the microphone. She says, Samantha LaRusso, I know what you did. I'm coming for you, bitch, or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So then it's on.
0: It's on. The whole thing is
1: on. And everyone's all like, that was the like straw, the thing that broke the camel. Well, back. wait, it had been building because they almost all fought at the beer party. Well, they almost right, and then the cops raided it. And then Eli well I keep calling him Eli Hawk and Dimitri had a big falling out at the beer party because Dimitri got on stage and started telling everyone how the Hawk's real name is Eli and how he wet the bed and he was his binary okay. camp coding brother and You know, it was pretty great. So, so all this tension's like coming to a head. And then then the the wrecking of the dojo, the stealing of Mr. Miyagi's medal of honor, which we find out that Hawk has the best is when Johnny was like trying to figure out who did that in the Cobra Kai dojo and he's making them do burpees until someone confesses that is the worst torture I can think of. Yeah, that is horrible. Yeah, they almost wanted to die. You could tell. Hawk was the only one, and and Creese knows, and he's letting them suffer. I love it. Yeah, Creese knows he's letting it happen. He's an asshole. So they're all fighting. Tori and Sam are fighting. Robbie and whoa, Miguel whoa, whoa, whoa. Show up. But the important thing is, Sam and and Tori start fighting. Robbie tries to stop it. Yeah. Robbie splits them apart and tries to stop it. All Miguel sees is that he has his hand on Tori, but yes. he's trying to stop the fight. Yes. And then Miguel tackles Robbie. Yes, so Miguel and, and Robbie. And then the whole starts. thing fucking blows up. And then Hawk just starts beating the shit of everybody. The best thing, though, is when Stingray, who happened to be interviewing for a job as school security, this is the last person that should be school yeah, security. No. He walks out, he's like, I got this. And he just starts beating kids up.
0: <laughs> like, dude, this
1: is not the job. Yep, yep, yep. So the fight just keeps growing and growing and growing. And like you said, nobody's bleeding. Nobody's hurt. A, well, It kind of almost gets a little ridiculous though. And I think at the, like, I think it's almost a little intentionally that way. It feels beat it. It feels like Michael Jackson. Yes. Beat it a little yes. Bit. Like it gets a little dancey. Yes. And, and I think West that's a story, a little West side. A, story. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think beat it was based on that. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like a little, it gets a little bit like that dancey kind of, like I think the whole show's intentional. You know, it's very, very funny. And I think it's intentional. But, the, but that number is so well choreographed. Oh yeah. It's so well done. Yeah. Like it's just but it yeah, nobody's bleeding. This isn't like <laughs> So so we come down to Miguel and Robbie. And I just watched this a second time. They're fighting fighting. And Miguel's no mercy. Like he's kicking the shit out of Robbie. Yep. And he has Robbie down the ground. And he remembers what Johnny says to him. Like, I lived my life with no mercy and I blew it. And I want better for you. You know? So Miguel decides to show Robbie mercy, but he doesn't do it in an obvious way. He's not clear about it. (laughs) He just gets up and kind of mumbles, I'm sorry. Which could mean anything. Like, if I were in the middle of a heated fight and somebody said, I'm sorry, I would be like, what's coming next, man? Yeah, yeah. So, Robbie gets up and he's continuing the fight because he doesn't know yeah. it's over. And I hate that I'm defending Robbie here, but it really was not his fault. It wasn't his fault. And the kick he gave him, like, he would never know that he was going to fall over that banister yeah. from the kick. It was kind of forced a little bit. Like, how did he, the banister is like this high. How do you flop over that? That was a little bit sensational. But what was the injury? So, Miguel flies over the railing, he flies over the railing. back? It looks like he hit his spine right on the railing. It was a bad hit. Yeah. And Sam screams, Robbie, what have you done? Right. And Robbie runs. Yeah. So now we have Robbie on the run. We have Miguel being run because then the security guard's right there. We need an ambulance. Yeah. It's a cop. Yep.
0: Where were yeah, you? Where, dude? where
1: were you a half an hour later or yeah. earlier? Guys, go outside, go into a public space and try to commit a crime and see how long it takes for a cop to show up. Like, do something overt, like st- rob a bank or, or beat the or shit out of somebody don't in a mall listen party to Amy. Don't listen to Amy and do these things in public because you shouldn't. <laughs> don't do that. We didn't say to do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just give it a try. Let's but see how long increased. it takes. I, I guarantee you, you can't get away with something like this without the cops being all over you. Maybe go in public with a friend and stage a fight. Mm-hmm. Don't. But go- couldn't you be arrested for faking that? So you'd rather be arrested for for committing <laughs> the actual <laughs> crime instead <laughs> of faking a crime. It is the the views of Amy do not represent the views of Gen X. This is why do not go out and rob you. a bank. <laughs> I do not advise that. So let me know if you do. What time the response? Consult is is. <laughs> your attorney before you do
0: any of these things. Let me know
1: what the response time is. <laughs> All right. So then, the fallout is that Miguel's lying in the hospital bed. He's you know in a brace. It looks real, real bad. It looks it looks like he's bad sick. That's Carrie from Little House of say. <laughs> so Sam is also hospitalized. She Finally, has, somebody has a broken rib. She has maybe a broken rib. Oh, she has a fucking broken rib. Come on. So Amanda, Danny's wife, um, is pissed. super pissed. I would be fucking pissed. She's like, this just needs to end right now. The karate.
0: Because Danny's ridiculous. like, I know,
1: I'm not letting Cobra Kai get away with this. She's like, no, no, no. no, no.
0: Stop.
1: Stop. She's like, the rivalry has to end. So then um Johnny shows up at the hospital and he's with Carmen and Carmen. It, she's pissed. Oh, yeah. She doesn't yeah. want to see him again. She's like, yep. before you came into our lives, Miguel was a yep. sweet little boy. Mickey. Yep. Oh, God. So Carmen's super pissed and Johnny's heartbroken and he leaves. And where does he go, Jen? To the beach? No, to the dojo. To his dojo. To the dojo. Right, 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 right. And, who, and who's there? So he hears a, a, an obvious karate class Hawkeye. happening. Hawkeye. I don't know what that is. is Kiai. Kiai. So he hears a Kiai. eye. Oh, I'm saying Hawkeye like MASH. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Well, what, what they say could be anything. like okay. people, But it's called a Kiai. Okay. So he's, he hears a class in the back and he goes in, he opens the door and hears fucking crease with his underground creepy dojo. His underground dojo. <laughs> so they have a little confrontation and Hawk is there and Stingray's there. Stingray's there. Tori's there. Is Tori there? Is Tori I there? I didn't see Tori. No. Well, to so get who's me, all there? There's well to a get a people. better look at that. But definitely Hawk. And definitely Stingray. And definitely Stingray. I thought it was all boys, but I could be wrong. So Crease is there and he's teaching them to kill. You know, just kill, kill, kill. And so finally, they get they get into it. So Johnny confronts him, and they get into it. And he admits he has taken over the dojo. While Johnny was gone, he talked to the landlord. Landlord hates Johnny. They had a handshake deal only. He's taken over. I don't know how this guy doesn't have a pot to piss in. How do you buy a building or take over a lease? I don't know. He this, 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 well, I guess he didn't have any kind of legal lease. Because we established that he was homeless. I know. Yeah. Grease was homeless, or was he faking that he was homeless? I don't that would know. He be, did fake uh, his twice. Yeah. Hmm. He so he, he usurps Cobra Kai. <laughs> he does. He does. Um. So Cobra Kai's gone now. So Johnny is just, he's a beaten man. Then he heads no, to the so beach. Joke, no. And while he's at the beach, there's a beautiful cover of Cruel Summer playing. It's by Carrie Kimmel beautiful i love it um if you'll remember they played cruel summer before the fight when the kids were in school the the oh, original right. yeah yeah yeah. and they also played that in the movie when they right. were in school so it's a good time yeah it's a good time so johnny is pissed jen and he throws his smart device into the ocean and as it lands in the sand short of the water it says there's a Facebook notification that says Ali has accepted your friend request or his friend requested you or something. So that's how that's how we leave Johnny Lawrence. What do you think is next for him? I think here's my prediction. I think he's going to join forces with Daniel and they're going to together come up with. Uh, they're going to together work on Miyagi Do and they're going to go after Crease. Like now Crease is Cobra Kai. Oh, that's what I think. I don't know, because Johnny, like, the quality of Cobra Kai that he likes so much is how badass it is. Well, I think he's going to try to balance it out with, like, Daniel's all, like, you know, zen and, like, peace. And he's going to, like, give it a spin. Or is Johnny going to start his own dojo, like, something else? Is there going to be a third fucking dojo? (laughs) Who's going to join Johnny's dojo? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but what I thought would have been a better like I get what they were doing with the ending, but what I thought when he threw the phone and we saw the the phone, mm-hmm. I thought it should have been Robbie calling him because Robbie is we don't uh, know where,
0: you know yeah, he's
1: right. he's gone. Yeah, this is not a good time to get rid of your phone. He's not used to being a parent, obviously. No, mm-mm. so but the, I think that like Johnny is the. If you think about it, Johnny is the balance between Crease and Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, he wanted a Cobra Kai that was badass, but, like, showed honor. Like, that's the right balance. Jenny, last episode we did, we struggled with the question, is Johnny hot? Do you have an do answer for that? Do you have an answer for that yet? I think he was hotter in season two. Okay. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some some scenes I'm like, eh, but then sometimes you're like woof. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Okay. Um, so one of our features that we do on our little house podcast, I think we can do here, is Jenny. We're in a real low spot. Miguel's in the hospital. <laughs> it has caused the destruction of Cobra Kai as we know it. Whose fault is this? This is Crease's fault, as <laughs> usual. <laughs> Like he's the biggest villain, everything he touches turns to like fucking shit. How can you tie Crease directly to Miguel falling because he's the one that was pumping these kids full of like no mercy, like Mm. win at all costs? And I think that Tori was the one that started that big epic fight, (sighs) like because yes, Miguel showed mercy and it. It strangely cost him, even though that was, like, a really weird scene. But the fight was started by showing no mercy. Like, the fight was started by by the philosophy of no mercy by Tori. You don't think the fight could be Samantha's fault, all of this? Because no. let's go back to the first interaction between Samantha and Tori. It was at the country club. Yeah. On beach day. She just, for no reason, accused Tori of stealing her mother's purse, which was was totally wrong and awful. But that set the tone between them. Well, I know, and they and and then they became it, rivals. But does but that doesn't mean that you have to start a giant fight in the middle of the fucking school. <laughs> <You> know <what laughs> I, I mean? know. Like, does Tori have a right to be pissed? Yeah, she should be pissed at Miguel. I don't know if there's any reason we how I think it's pretty obvious this might be Tori's. Fight. Why isn't Tori pissed at Miguel? I think this was Tori's fight. I think it was Tori's fault. But I feel like Creese was pumping them full of that, like you have to win at no cost, shit. Like I think like Kreese hearing definitely that. definitely radicalized her... Hawk. But did he <laughs> radicalize Tori? She was kind of radical already. But she I was. think maybe Johnny was like having a calming effect on her where Creese just ramped that all back up again. Hmm. You know who's an unsung hero that I really like? Moon. I like Moon too. I (laughs) I love Moon. Yeah, she's great. She's like, I'm going to invite all these crazy crowd people and we're going to just, it's going to be peace, love, and like, there's almost a fucking rumble at her house. Yep. Just everybody get along. (laughs) All right. So, anything else to say before we leave? We've gone on almost an hour. I, God. I don't think so. I love this goddamn show. I know. When does season three come out? Season three is coming out in January, I think. I thought he fucking January. So, predictions it? are you think that, do you think Miguel's going to be okay? He's definitely not going to fight again. There's no way. He might walk again. Do you think Johnny and Carmen are going to get together? Uh, I don't know. About I think that. in the end. Maybe in the end. But not, not easily. Maybe Allie will come back. I'm thinking Allie might come back because she's back. I mean, she's doing television and shit. Yeah. She might come back just as he's with Carmen. Of course, yeah, of course. Or will she come back and cause problems in Danny's marriage? Mm. Or maybe, maybe Daniel and uh, Johnny will will put a dojo together, and they'll be all buddies and everything. And then she'll come back and <laughs> cause problems between them again. <laughs> yeah, and Crease needs to go away. Crease needs to die somehow. Yeah. yeah. Why, why did they have to take him and not me? Why did they take Miyagi and not him? I know. We could have used Miyagi in this. Miyagi, they desperately need Miyagi in this <laughs> situation. <laughs> All right. This is Miyagi's fault for dying. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Done. solves. Ding, ding, ding. Because none of this would have fucking happened if Miyagi was around. That's true. All right, Jenny. So uh, this was our coverage of Cobra Kai season one, season two. Hopefully we'll get to do this again after season three. So look for us in about six months. (laughs) Maybe by then we'll all be able to go outside without a mask on. Who knows what can happen in six months. Maybe you'll be able to go to a concert someday again. Go see Bon Jovi. (sighs) I would go see Bon Jovi. Sure. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy what you hear, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Every review helps new listeners find us and helps us find new listeners. You can connect with Jenny and me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JenXThisIsY. Letter X, spell out the Y. We also have a Facebook group called the Mimi Bees, M-E-M-E-B. The link is on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening and see you soon.